Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Monday. So much going on in the world, so much going on in our lives. It's an opportunity for us to grow always. This week's a special week on the Jewish calendar. This week we have the holiday of Purim. And so we will be off on Thursday in celebration of that holiday. And maybe we'll spend a little bit of time maybe on Wednesday just trying to get the lessons. Again, Jewish, not Jewish, wherever you are. It's all good. Wisdom is wisdom. When you have timeless things, they can teach you something. Really what I want to sort of begin this week with, we spoke last week about this idea of the infrastructure of your life. Taking moments in order to pause, to work on your life, to go deeper into life. What I want to do now is talk about some of the things to do in those moments. And when you start to create the right habits around moments of reflection, you start to deepen your thinking. One of the hard parts about growth is that we don't give ourselves enough time to reflect. Once you start to give yourself time to reflect, you got to think about something, right? I remember one time I was on an airplane and I was sitting next to two different people. It's fascinating. I'm sitting at the aisle. It was like one of those like three, four, threes, you know, those arrangements. So I was the aisle of the three. And next to me was a person who was spending most of the plane ride reflecting. It was fascinating. She took out this massive journal. I was watching her just like thinking and writing and in the middle we got into some conversation and she was explaining to me that she was reflecting on this and reflecting on that she was an executive the woman over in the in the seat heard us talking about reflections and and she ended up spending most of the time like staring out the window and she's like well I just like what were you thinking about She's like, nothing. And like it hit me that like these are two people that are like in thought. Like I was looking at at one point, like they were like two it was like a weird picture even. I went to the bathroom and I came back to my seat and like they were like they looked almost like even similar. And they were just like like looking up, the two of them, like at the like, I don't know, the ceiling. But one woman was looking up and thinking and reflecting. Another person was looking up and like spacing. It's amazing that when we talk about reflection, we don't talk about, like, spacing out. Now, you can space out if you want. There's nothing wrong with downtime, but really where I think we fail is that we're not structured in the non-structured thinking. Right? When you have the infrastructure, like we spoke about last week, when you have time to reflect, when you have, when you put thresholds in your life, you have to use them deliberately right you're not as we spoke last week in the elevator in between things and like spacing out that's not the goal right the goal and we spoke last week about these you know these t- spiritual time stamps like what a Shabbat can do or a holiday or whatever a life cycle the goal isn't to like go in these things and like you know go out to space and like come back to your life that's TGIF that's not what we're talking about 
The goal is to use it and to push your mind to use moments of reflection very deliberately. You're thinking about something. To use our sports example, like when they're watching film of the game, they're not just like watching the film like with popcorn. They're like, well, that's awesome. Look at that game. Like they're not just watching the game again. It's not a replay. They're watching it very deliberately. If you've ever seen like the behind the scenes in like a in a football club, like, you know, you see like these big screens in these in these rooms. And they're like reviewing it like you know, forward review, forward backwards, you know, rewind and again and again. They're looking at like this thing. They're circling this guy, this play, this motion. They're not just like watching the game going, Hey, this is game film, this is awesome. Do you have popcorn? They're taking notes. This is really where we start to separate ways, if you will. This is really like crosses. This is like, these are crossroads right now. This is really where like great people live. Not that I'm one. I'm telling you what I'm learning from them. They live in this world of self-reflection. They live in this world of thresholds. They live in this world of trying to find meaning and purpose and reviewing and it's a very deliberate practice. It's not that you have moments of reflection and you're like spacing out. And a lot of what you're looking for when you're in these moments is you're looking for the things that are not obvious to you from the surface of what happened. That's what you're doing. That's the activity. What you're doing in moments of reflection, what you're doing in the infrastructure of last week what you're doing in your time infrastructure is you're creating opportunities for you to reflect on the things that you've done in order to deepen your experience with that thing which means to not allow the surface to define the activity so if you're talking to somebody in a room let's say and people are smiling at you and then you leave and reflect that's where you say did I do it correctly what does their smiling mean they were agreeing but were they really agreeing and you're just starting to deepen your experience you take the surface I was speaking they were listening and you go deeper was I really persuasive did I say the right things did it come off? Did I feel it when it came off like I was... Was I too long? Was I too boring? Did I make my point strong enough? Were they just nodding me through it? And you're trying to create some experience that is deeper than that which you had in the activity. That's what you're doing in the threshold. That's what you're doing in the moments of reflection. That's how really great people work. They they spend time trying to look at the things that they do or have are done to them and understand them and analyze them so they can get underneath them. There's a lot of research around comedians. I believe there's a dec I think we spoke about it here, but I think there's a documentary about it from Jerry Seinfeld. Where it would take him an entire year. Can you imagine a year to create one 60-minute special? A year. 
This is what he'd do for a year of his life, would be to create 60 minutes of jokes. Because he'd get up on stage. That's how these comedians work. For those who don't know anything about the comedians, not that I know a lot, but I know a little bit. At least from what I've seen or researched. Apparently, like in L.A. and New York, there's like a whole scene of comedy clubs where comedians, like higher-named comedians, well-known comedians, are invited whenever they want. They don't have to get booked. So Seinfeld's up in his apartment in the city when he was, I guess, on tour. And he's spending an entire day writing jokes. Funny, right? Writing them down. Goes through the joke in his mind. Goes through it again. Once he feels the joke is good enough, he just shows up at, like, you know, some comedy club. The guy sees him. He's like, Jerry, you're on after the next set. Right now on on the set at some comedy club is some like C minus comedian who's like half funny, half ridiculous, but everyone's drunk anyways. And the next thing you know, the host gets up and goes, "All right, thank you so much. Sit back down." Oh, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, we got a surprise for you. Jerry Seinfeld's here. And was like, "What? Jerry Seinfeld's here?" And they're like waiting to hear like you know the best stuff ever. And they're like, "Oh my God, it's Jerry Seinfeld! Like this is insane." Check it out, Jerry Seinfeld. We we paid for like a dude. Who's like not even funny? We got Jerry Seinfeld. They're like, let's go. He gets up there, tells like one joke. It, it's like half funny. It bombs, and then he's gone. And they're like, what? What? It was like thirty seconds. And then he goes to like either the back of that club or some other club, and in wherever he ends up, it's like, you know, six other comedians, and either they heard the joke or he tells them about it, and they analyze it. Why wasn't it funny? What would you like about it that was funny? And they start to analyze the joke. The name was funny, the name wasn't funny, how you set up, how you opened, how you closed. It doesn't even make sense. What is that thing? An astronaut eating a sandwich? Like, why would astronauts eat sandwich for? It's not realistic enough. And they reflect. And they deepen. It's not just, I said some words and they left. That's how, that's how the audience sees it. He was funny. That's what happens when you're in the stands. But if you're on the field, if you're on stage... You know it's not just that. You know it's a lot deeper than that. You use the moment of reflection, not just to be like, oh, that was awesome, I can't believe that happened, to deepen the experience. Wait, why? What was the structure of your joke? How did you set it up? How did you deliver the punchline? What scenario did you create? Did you build the experience for them? Did you, did you give the right context so that they were able to get the joke? Maybe if you would have set up these three things first. You ever hear a comedian, like, he sets things up and tells a whole bunch, then he does a joke at the end and it ties the thing back to the beginning? Maybe they just, like, make that up on the spot? Those are days worth of deliberation, of thinking, of reflection. Reflection's a deliberate experience. That if we used to deepen our experience... We'd have insights. How come when I walked into that person's office, it didn't feel like it was right? What Was I nervous? Was I not persuasive? How come when I said that thing to my kid, it blew up? What was it? Why is my wife upset at this for? Why would, I, why would she get offended here? Why are they not buying this thing? I thought for sure people would buy it. How come when I go in to raise money, the guy's not, he's not giving me money? I, my cause is so critical. I don't know. I'm bought in. Reflection. Deepen. All right, we'll talk about this.
Okay, everybody. Have a great day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline The world doesn't ever seem to change Looking for the sunshine But you're caught up in the rain It's like your eyes Are wide open but you cannot see You're watching life Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life Blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free, you're locked inside.